episode 18. Merry Christmas to everyone listening to the show. This, that, Christmas. How's everyone feeling out there? I hope everyone's feeling good. I'm feeling good. On a bit of a break, two-week break. Well-earned, deserved. I'm exhausted. I'm thrashed, as Boschko would say. I'm thrashed, bray. After he's been working in a cement truck for 14 hours, 15 hours, after having 27 durries and six Red Bull cans, he comes home looking like some gecko that's been dehydrated in a desert somewhere in Namibia, all drawn like a gushter under his eyes, and and he's freshed, and so am I, bro. And you could go, Vlad, why are you fresh, bro? You're out there rapping, plugging, licking rivers, this, that. Quite the contrary, bro, if you're going to ask. Both knees are gone. I've got ITBS, which is a very unimmaculate anti-strategy ailment where both the ITB bands have been shredded so hard from licking rivers, mulch, berries, this, that, that they've inflamed and now I can barely walk. I look like a 92-year-old war veteran that has had stepped on four landmines and somehow survived that. So I'm limping. I look like a crip from Los Angeles, but not on purpose either, not just so I can pretend that I'm a tough gangster or whatever because I've actually got ITV band problems and now I've got to start to stretch. So this is going to be stretcheries, not strategies anymore. I'm out here every day stretching up against a wall looking like some yoga teacher at the end of the class, so they're going, would you guys like to do some headstands? Headstands, and there's always one hero that's already in the headstand. There's always one. You turn around, like, everyone's in Vipassana, Vamashana, I'm not sure, Mashinata. They're in these positions, and this there's one hero. It's usually a girl because there's more girls-to-guy ratios, but I can tell you what, if there's a guy that knows yoga, he's the hero first. He's already on his head, standing on his head, bro. And you turn around and you go, look how quick this guy got in there. But he preempted it because he lives in those classes obsessed, bro. He's one of these vegan smoothie sucking blokes. Or chick, not sexist. You're all copping it. And he's there upside. That's how I am at the moment. So I don't even know what point I was trying to make on that. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, up against the wall. So again, I don't care. What I'm trying to say All I'm saying is I can barely walk. That's one. (laughs) Christmas time, if that doesn't take it out of you, you are built for war. So going to different families, yesterday, Christmas Day, I hit up my folks. So I go to my folks' house, bring the kids, bring the missus, repertory limited, presents. So first, sorry, let's, let's knock it back. Bring it back. Beep, beep, beep. Another Seinfeld joke for you blokes. Back it up, Costanza. So get up 5.30 in the morning. I'm eating these cookies, milks that the kids have left out for me like for Santa Claus, you know, because I'm, I'm coming out like Santa Claus these days but without the midsection. Shuttered. Slightly more puffier due to not running but doesn't matter. Still angles in the right light. Looks like Enrico Iglesias. Junior, 
Yes, I wake up, wrap the presents, eat some cookies. The kids get up. Then it's game on. My daughter is opening up. She's got about 20 presents, right? So we've spoiled her silly. It's going to be the last Christmas we did. I had already pulled the missus aside and I go, well, at least we're going to have a chat. While I'm watching her ravage these presents like a wolf in the middle of a bunch of lamb at 11 p.m. when the owner's had 16 rakias and he's fallen asleep in the shed or the farmhouse, let's call it, and this wolf has crept in through an unlatched door who again was by the mistake of the owner of the farmhouse because he's had too many rakias in the middle of the day. He didn't heed security. So I'm in there. She's just shredding. Ripping this, ripping that. Oh, my God, Play-Doh. Oh, my God, a guitar. Oh, my God, pianos. It's like an orchestra in my lounge room. She goes, I want to play that. I want to play that. She got a bike. She's going mental. So one hand, she's 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 messing your Play-Doh, and with the other, she's cycling around, smashing into every bit of furniture that you can, smashing into a bro. Her brother's a speed hump. The little guy is a speed hump. He's laying there. He don't know what day it is. She just goes straight over him with a little Trek bike. First the front wheel, then the back wheel, then the training wheels. Me and the missus, it's 6.30 in the morning. We don't know what's going on. We're looking at each other going, we got into trouble, bro. One present per kid. That's it. That's it. That's it. 2021, her head's going to spin when she comes out. Where's the presents? I'll be like, you're looking at them, bro. But there's only two. That's right. The presents are bestowed upon me because I'll be able to chill. That's a present for me. So with one present each, then I'm also getting a load of presents because I, my hair's not falling out. I'm not have to pump two rakias in the morning. I don't have to drop a panadine in the other because the lower back's gone from lifting you up, throwing up in the air nonstop. So pay attention is what I'm saying. I said to her, missus, she looked at me, the biggest handshakes, bro. We did like some secret handshake, bro. I nearly grabbed her. I nearly threw her on the bed. That's how psyched we were. I wait till the kids go to sleep. At least it go late. So kids start ravaging. No respect for wrapping paper. That's a joke. Wrapping paper is a waste of money. Just put the presents out on the floor. The whole wrapping paper, she didn't even focus on like delicately opening it. It was like a shark when you burly up the water and there's a seal there. You think he's just going to lick it, lick it, taste it, kiss it, hook up with it, be delicate, smell it, this, that. He just goes in, head, crush, neck, sternum, crack in half. He doesn't care, bro, if he eats the head, this bloke. That's what she was doing. I'm going to be delicate, man. It could be fine china in there. I could have bought you a play set that was delicately crafted, crafted by some Finnish guy from Finland or Germany or wherever they come from. She goes, that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Paper's getting ripped. The little guy, he's chewing the paper. It's mayhem. It's the best mayhem you can get, but be ready. It is mayhem, bro. I'm sitting there. I'm enjoying it. So I'm like, all right, let's get out of here. So by time, the time I said let's get out of here and getting out of here is two hours. Two hours to try to catch the kids, bath the kids, shower the kids, brush the hair, put the little undies on. 
I don't know if you've ever tried to put undies on a toddler, but you try to put undies on a toddler, it's like reverse parking in peak hour traffic in New York on Fifth Avenue on Christmas Eve with trucks behind you and the spot has got one foot at the front and one foot at the back of the car space. That's it. And you're against the pump. You're under the pump. Horns, beep, 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 the stress. You're trying to get it in fast. Hurry up. You can't. You can scratch cars. She's too, the moment, this is how smart these kids are. The moment they see you slip like you've missed that, you've missed the leg or something, which I do, I'll throw one leg in. I, I missed the, 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 the dupka, the hole of the undie on the other leg, gone. She rolls, flips, walks off. She has zero respect for your lack of dexterity. She's looking and she's like, amateur. This guy doesn't deserve to put undies on me. So sometimes I just go, leave it, bro. Just put your pair of shorts on top. I don't care. Go freeballing around here. A three-year-old freeballing. Like your old man used to when he was 18 years old when he thought that it was attractive for women, but he used to probably stench up the jeans so much that he used to take a dry clean, even the dry clean. He used to say, don't ever bring them back again. So... <clears throat> then we go to my mother's house. So we jump in the car. It's like National Lampoons. It's mayhem in the car. We're singing Christmas carols on a Christmas is ye. Mariah Carey. Forget about trying to get a coffee on Christmas Day. Getting a coffee on Christmas Day, bro, is like, is like, It's like we're in the desert and someone found a tap and there's a line of people waiting. Those people are serious about the, their coffee, bro. The people that are turning up that can't do a Nescafe, the people that can't do a Tursco on Christmas Day, they're the laziest human beings, firstly. T, they're spoiled more than my daughter on Christmas. And three... They're frustrating and frustrated all at once. They love to double park, bro. We're in a small village area. These guys are double parking the car like it's an emergency. They've called in before. The Nepalese lady at the shop, hello, hello. You can have four ramen lattes. You can make one extra shot, one half week. The other one, one half and sugar. Throw soy in the other one. Confuse the daylights out of her. Then there's always the husband who thinks he's a hard, and he's going, give me a double shot macchiato, bro, that's it. Like he's trying to make it easier for him. Make it easier, make a coffee at home, bro. It's not their fault. It's the Nepalese people's fault for opening up. I'm not having to go to Nepalese people. They're the ones that open the, own this shop, and they're cashing in, bro. They're rap on Christmas Day. All respect to them for wanting a wrap, but you're frustrating the whole area. Everyone's lining up, as I said, like a desert tap. Tapped out. So my missus goes, let's get coffee, let's get coffee. So I go past, I look at the line, I just drive past. She goes, wait, well, you missed the shop. I go, I didn't miss nothing. We're going to my mum's house. She goes, no, 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 I need a coffee. I go, you'll wait till you hit the biggest gezve on the stove with some one-and-a-half-year-old coffee that we've got over there. Who cares, bro? She goes, no, I need, I'm going to get a headache. I don't care. They've got Panadols there. Nurofen. Take it. This is not worth it. 45 minutes waiting for some shit coffee anyway that they're going to give you. So 
At least she agreed with that. I don't know, maybe because it was Christmas, she goes, you know, I'm going to avoid war. Let's just get on with her. So I went to my folks' house. They've put on a spread on a timber board. I don't know where they get these timber boards or where do you get these things from, bro? There's hams on there, cherries, fennels. She's got scrambled eggs on another one, all these chives chopped up, shredded on top, some crusty bread. It was mad, bro. Like smashed up, burek. We're eating like kings, dude, even though my tits are starting to wobble because I can't go in the forest to lick rivers at the moment temporarily. And anyway, then we're unwrapping more presents there, so my parents spoiled it. They lost that other kids too, bro. Now, I got a present, uh, a calendar. The old lady bought me a calendar. I go, you know what year it is? She goes, yeah. I go, why buy a calendar, but their calendars are flying everywhere. She goes, I don't think you know what day it is. That's why I bought you a calendar. I go, what? Partially offended this day. But she can tell that I'm under the pump, rapping deals, doing stand-up shows, staying shot, pounding the missus, keeping up with the catastrophes, the Kardashians, and keeping up with their children, and servicing Audis. This that. So she got me a calendar, some Star Wars thing. I'm not sure if she thought that I just turned 18. But anyway, I'm grateful for it. Thanks, Mum. Love you. I didn't buy anything, but here's the kids. And that's the biggest present you're getting from me from now on. Every now and then you might throw you a ticket to the show or something. Come in and watch your own son rap in front of thousands of people. Anyway, so we'll just sit in there. So that's a bit more mayhem. Then comes midday, bro. You are tired. As a racehorse that's been galloping through stadiums, Ramwick racehorse, where we see a bunch of stiff accountants doing wreck in the toilets and then going outside pretending to be cool, wearing their dad's suit. I was more tired than the horse. Had to have a little cat nap or wolf nap, like a little wolf under some branch. Had a little nap. Then, then it's the in-law's house. Then it's game on again. Scotch and Cokes. You go to my in-law's house, this bloke's got to give you scotch and coke straight away. He goes, you want double story or single story? I go, make it a double, bro. Put it in a schooner if you have to. He's pouring, who knows if it's Chivers Regal or Johnny Black or Black Douglas. I don't know. This guy mixes them all because he heard that they were blended scotches. So he gets given the shit of scotch, probably Black Douglas, I don't know, Dimple. And he'll throw them all into one. He'll mix it. He goes, I blend it. I go, don't blend them. It's been blended by Black Douglas or Chivers. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, blend it even more, right? Give it different tangs, flavors, this, that. So now I've got to put up with that. Smashing them with my brother-in-law. The kids have gone mental. Thank God I'm not looking after them. There's about nine women in the house and they've just got control over these kids or pretending to. And I'm just there with my brother-in-law talking, walking. So was a, look, all in all, it was a mad day, bro. Came home, buzzing, Christmas lights on, threw the kids in bed, was going to go left. And the moment that I just mentioned that to the missus, she just turned around and looked at me like Bruce Willis in Die Hard, bro. The part where he's got like half a litre of blood all over his face and he's just, 
on the edge of death. Hey, she just looked at me. She goes, are you serious? And I go, no, no, I was just joking, bro. She's got to go to all the floss the teeth. See you later. Commander Center, Sydney South. Hit up, Commander. He's dead. Let's go. You got dropouts in your tele- telephone communications at work. Do you need a new system? Do you have any drop kicks in the office? Brendos, Jerry's, Wherry's, Mary's, whoever, bro. Let's fix up the dropouts. Let's fix up the drop kicks, bro. You got a sales time. You're going to need to have reliable telecommunications in the office. Now, Commander Centre Sydney South are 40 years deep. Deep. Most experienced business telecommunication carrier. Tailor com- tailored to like strategizers, immaculate agents, trying to wrap. If you've got an office, listen up now. Now, Trinetta, listen, because we've got these guys as a sponsor. They're serious about their work. Anyone that's sponsoring here, gamesmen, commander center, wow catering. Hello, hello, virtual energy, visual energy. These guys are serious too. End-to-end solutions, including PABX phone systems, digital phone lines, business-grade data communications and connections. The customers have built-in redundancies that prevent downtime and dropouts. It doesn't guarantee drop kicks. So if you've got a few drop kicks in the office, dropouts, they're inevitable, and so are drop kicks. But as part of that package, if you go through Vlad, let them know that you heard me through Vlad, they might come sort out the sales team, a little bit of motivational techniques, a little bit of Van Damme 1988, Brad, that will impact this, that. Before you know it, that drop kick is now the number one salesperson in the office, whether you're selling chewing gum, tissues, toilet paper. In this climate, it's probably the most wanted commodity. We see hippos at Coles lining up, brawling for it, headbutting a Greek old lady for it. But hit up Commander Center Sydney South, Jared Lambert. He's the regional manager. Hit him up at sales at commander.business. If you want reliable phones and internet, for your business, you need to call for a free on-site inspection and analysis. So that's first. It's free. It's free, like one, two, free. They're going to come in, suss you out, see whether you're serious about stitching, and then I'll wire you up, bro, like I'll wire you up like a Telstra building. I don't know who they go through. doesn't matter who they go through, but go and see Jared at commander.business or sales at commander.business. Drop the this, that podcast reference point. You might get a little bit of a hookup. Who knows? Who cares? These guys are the Audi of all telecommunications. They've got a, a shop in Brisbane East. They've got one in Sydney South, but they can do anywhere. Don't worry about it. Just hit them up. They've got the rice to do it. Commander is a massive company. It's a massive brand. Get on board. So tomorrow I'm going fishing. First time, bro. Christmas fishing, like I used to go fishing when I was younger, when my old man had more time and patience than he had. He can't be bothered now. This guy just wants to drive around and wrap deals. But now I'm talking about when I was younger, I used to love fishing. So tomorrow morning, 5 a.m., take off, jumping on one of my mate's boats, and we're going to go out into the rivers. So we will see a couple of head skis out there, a couple of heads on jet skis, coming around like Kevin Costner in that movie Waterworld that I watched where the whole world's gone to shit and then there's just heads on jet skis taking over land. They're like the bikies of the ocean. So it's 
It's going to be a, a fruitful morning, I reckon. High tides, jump on the boat. Now, I have no idea about fishing, but all I know is that you've got to have a gut and you've got to also have a bucket to throw these fish in. And if you go with wogs, hopefully these days they've changed their tune. But back in the day, they'll catch a two-centimetre fish, they'll eat it. These guys are savage. They don't care, bro. But nowadays, politically correct and stuff, they're probably not like that. They go, how, how long is it? You go, it's 11. What's the cutoff? 15. Doesn't matter. Roughly. Not roughly, bro. It's four centimetres. It's a lot. No, no, no. Just leave it, man. What do I want to throw it back? I belted this thing off the, the boat six times. It's barely moving. We'll fry it up now for lunch. So hopefully it's not going to be like that. What else, bro? So now let's have a chat about the shows that are coming up. <clears throat> we got uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, Wollongong, Newcastle, Geelong, and Canberra. Just to let you know what's going on, Sydney is selling. It's good. It's probably not selling as as much as I thought it would, thanks to Corona, thanks to buckling us again. But it's still going, bro. It'll sell out by the time we get there. There's um there's some tickets left for sure, but but it's going every every week a little bit more and more is going. It's etching a little bit more than what it should be to get us sold out, which is mad. I'm depending on you guys to come along and make sure that we can sell it out. We've got a, a big stadium there, Emerald Theatre, but who knows, right? Corona could buckle us and we do nothing with it and we end up having to move it to a small venue because you can't have 850 people, which is that's how much the Emerald holds which is a, a huge step up, bro, from playing 400 people, but who cares? I don't. I do care, but I, at the same time, I don't know, bro. I'm just going out there, throwing, flickering strategies. You've got to give your life the best shot, bro. I'm not going to go out there and try to just do little minion things. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a 50-seater, man. Nah. We're going out there. This show's going to be immaculate. Just to give you guys a little heads up, there's going to be live music, live DJs, live shows, like, Sketches on stage is going to be other comedians at the start of it. I'm not a comedian, but they are. I'm just out here to rap, to tell you my story. These guys, they make jokes. So they're going to go out before me, maybe one or two. I don't want too many of them, bro, warming you guys up. I'm gonna, I am don't want you guys that warm. If anything, I want you guys cold as ice. So when I come in there, I can just – I'll be coming in like a furnace. I'll be coming in like Satan. You guys are going to go, what is boiling in here, right? I was freezing a minute ago. And now, look at me. Taking jackets off, singers, take your undies off. Now, in regards to Melbourne, two shows have sold out. Friday the 12th and Saturday the 13th of March. They're both wrapped, packed, stacked. Now, the following weekend, the 19th and the 20th, they're both 50% sold out. So, guys, it's three months away. You're going to want to wrap them. I'm thinking by the end of January, they're going to be sold out. So make sure you get in there. If you're a Melbourneite, if you're a Victorian that wants to listen to some, obviously, genuine life stories, genuine life strategies, 10 rules of success, Audi, Charlotte, DuPont, Tanned, Usain Bolt. I'm not going to reveal them all, but there's some that I've kept on my sleeve even where, if I'm wearing a T-shirt. Geelong selling good, bro. I'm not sure. I haven't got the update from the manager. Canberra as well selling good. Newcastle selling. 
Adelaide selling, they're all selling. Wollongong has definitely started selling. So I am very grateful, bro. I am very rarely sit around thanking people because I'm 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 already showing gratitude by putting out content to you blokes and making sure I respond to everyone because I love ya. But Again, the missus is a mask, bro. She's throwing in. She's constantly got the last 15 seconds that I've got of my day. So I'm definitely grateful for everyone that's got up and got a ticket. And you, on the night, you'll realise, bro, this is going to be the maddest time for us as a team because we've been together for a couple of years now. It's been two years. It's been two beautiful years. Shredding and rapping, talking about everything that is relatable for one another. You guys give me heaps of fuel for the fire, so... If we, if you can, if you've bought tickets, if you haven't bought tickets and you're listening, buy some tickets, bro. Don't let me see now like a desperado, like John with a Ford. Buy tickets, man, please, please. I'm not begging no one. I'll cancel the show before I beg. So I just want to make sure that if you are like half, like, oh, should we go? Should we go? Yes, you should go. Call your uncle, your auntie, Jifke. Call Demetriados, Conchatsarubos. Call Bill Caramanlos. Call Anthony Aberdeen, bro. Call, call Frederico Giordano. Call Brendan Wills, bro. I don't care who you call. Jerry Kurzweil. I'm just naming people. Call Kieran McLean. Some white surfer pasty guy that needs to put zinc on his head. Call it. And bring him over to the show. Smash a few Bundian Cokes. I was going to say Bundian Rums. Come in, get ready. Call some of your Samoan mates, bro. Those guys are the best for laughter. Their laugh will shake up like, <laughs> it's gone, bro. And you know what? Before you call anyone, call Wow Catering. See, I stitched the Wow, the number one caterer in the Sydney area, Greater Sydney. Call them. Pete V is going to stitch you up. Now, these guys are doing everything from small to big. They've been number one podcast followers since episode one. We're on episode 18. They actually jumped on episode 10 and they're staying on board, bro. So you need to call Pete V at WOW. The thing is, bro, whether you're calling or not, everyone knows about WOW catering now. So Pete, if you're listening to this, bro, you you become hood famous, like those guys in Atlanta say, I'm hood famous, man. Yeah, I'm hood famous now. I'm still renting with my mum, but I am hood famous now. So you're hood famous, bro. Hopefully you can start stitching more meals. This is the thing, bro. If anyone wants to jump on and be a sponsor, we're wrapped at the moment, but hit me up, you know, because if Pete V goes, man, I've had enough, man. I need to stitch more kebabs and you're not bringing enough. I'm going to need another sponsor. So opportunity to stitch within a stitch. That's a tactic. But call Pete V, wow, exclamation mark, catering, top of the range catering service. Obviously, very well priced. They're going to give you 50 bucks off the first 200 bucks if you mention Vlad. But then they'll stitch you with other things, bro. So ask them, say, Rack, you look after me a beer, listen to this, that. Just mention Vlad, bro, 100%. They're always on time. The quality is always fresh and high. These guys are passionate. They're not like Ghana Bunnings, bro, where people don't know he's coming down off a ping of the day before he doesn't know where the hammers are. BV runs the place. It's his passion, his family business. So that's who you want to support these days. With Corona coming to literally level anyone that wants to have a business 
and feed you to the lions, which is the Bunnings, and I'm not saying Bunnings, they'll try to sue me and take me to the cleaners. And if I go to the cleaners, I'm going to need some cleaning products, which I'll have to go back to them. So it's a win-win for them. So you know what I mean? Major conglomerations, businesses, idiots, this, that. You want to support the, the people that are out there hustling, like Vlad, like BV, like Commander, and like the gamesmen. Stop for convenience going to Macca's, bro. Call WoW Catering. Get a rap like a champ. Does anyone remember Burt's? If you're a real wog, you're going to remember Burt's soft drinks, bro. Like my grandfather used to go to Tarrant Point and come home with two crates of Burt's drinks every Thursday. After work, he'd come home, he'd get the car, as he used to work at the railway, and he'd see two or three grandchildren parched, we're not drinking water, bro, back in the 90s. Who's drinking water, right? We want creaming soda, bro. Uh, what's that other one? Mellow Yellow and, and and Coke. That's it. We're running off that. And we're all right. Look at us, bro. Shredded. We've got a whole, a whole industry behind us now. People don't realize, but the amount of sugar we used to take as kids, that doesn't work now. I'm on a sugar-free diet now. I've noticed the scales etch up. The scales got up and they go, for a wolf, you're starting to get into bear territory. So you're going to need to kick back, kick back on the sugars, kick back on the craft beers. That's why today, cheers, it's a little, it's called Musket Hamburg Grape Brandy. Got this as a little gift. Two drinks, that's all we need. Now, the missus probably wants to go left tonight. She goes, when you get home, can you make some uh, margaritas? I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, she's 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 perky, she's perky like a like a coffee percolator in the morning. She's ready. She's ready to go left. She's ready to go left, right, and centers, which is gun. So I'm making sure that I'm getting prepared. Just having two only, brush the teeth, one mad shower, like some hippo in a circus, with some high pressure volume water in all the crevices. But what we do, bro, holiday time, got a few things left over to do on this break and then it's 2021. 2021, let's, let's pray to God, bro. Look, what am I going to say? We're going to need to make sure that 2021 is better than 2020 because 2020 is not even going to be on the calendars anymore. It's going to be 2017, 18, 19, 21. My gut feeling is, bro, if I'm, if I'm anything of a forecaster, and I am, I'm pretty good at this is that 2021 is going to be catastrophic as well. I don't want to sound like that negative guy. I'm just thinking with what's going on this year, there's no way that we can just click the fingers, man. Everything's all right. Everything's all right. Doesn't happen. Work is going to be needed. Running, push-ups, chin-ups, getting shredded as a society because the amount of catastrophes that 2020 has made, it's palpable. You can feel it, bro. So we're going to need to work together as a society, get industries back together, start to wrap houses, start to wrap cars. Not really wrap cars, like those guys that buy those cars and they wrap them, it looks like a Christmas paper wrapped around it. This is catastrophic. Well, why are you doing that, man? Same guy that wants to put stickers on a car. Same guy that loves monster drinks. Same guy that buys the 40-pack of JPS durries. So quit that. We're trying to get back to Audi, bro. That might take another year or two. 
Because the most important thing is in some international travel, bro. After Steve Jobs, not Steve Jobs, the other guy, Bill left the gates open. That guy's going to put a USB in your arm, upload the newest program, what's acceptable out there, and then you'll be able to travel again. He'll go, doth allowed to traveleth interstate and overseas. You go to Belgium, they're going to have to scan your barcode, which will be probably in your neck. And some of the fat people at the airport that you've seen are going to need two seats on an economy seat. They're, they're going to have to like lift their third chin up to get beep, get, get zapped, make sure that they're COVID-free. Another way to chip us like sheep, bro. Oh, it's written in the Bible, bro. So what am I going to do? The Bible forecasted it two and a half year, thousand years ago. I don't even know how they got that right. These guys couldn't forecast anything. Now they're forecasting that 2,000 years ago. must be right. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Whether we're all going to end up working at Bunnings. Again, I'm not having a go at you. If you're out there, John Bunnings or whatever your name is, Ben Bunnings, probably some guy called Ben Bunnings listening to this snickering. <laughs> Come and go and get another broom, but loving life. Now, that's what's going to happen, bro. Not for me, but for a lot of people, they're going to end up at Bunnings or Kmart. Or the worst one, becoming a COVID marshal. That's the worst one. I went to the Apple store today. My phone shit itself. Now, just because I said the word shit, now I've got to put on the podcast explicit material like I'm NWA. What is that? Well, I said shit, bro. My daughter can say she's just free. Well, you can't hear that. Is that someone got offended? <gasps> oh, my God. He said shit, man. But. Anyway, where do I get to that? COVID marshals, bro. It's the person, it's the new employee that walks around masked up, looking like Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat or Scorpion. Up to you, which one? And she comes along, she goes, hello, or him, don't know. Can I take your temperature, please? You take the temperature, it's always 36.5, keeping it low grade. A lot of Mount Franklin gun down the gusset. And then she throws the... Like puts a bull, like a gun to your head. Okay, put this mask on. Walk in a straight line. Click nidolo. Do a little dance. Throw the water on. Slap your leg. Don't breathe here. Don't cough there. So if you're having trouble getting a job these days, there's always a, a job as a COVID marshal, which is really, really an abundant future for a lot of people here. So trust me, bro. Do what you're good at so you don't end up a COVID marshal. If you're good at mechanics, bro, go head deep. Balls deep if you have to. doesn't matter. Head first is what I meant to say. If you're a mad singer, start singing, bro, writing albums. Go like Bon Jovi. Don't just – don't go into real estate if you know that you're, you're, you're mad at making couches. I don't know. Designing wetsuits, bro. I don't know. You're you're mad at installing garage doors. Don't go to real estate, all right, just because you think you can make quick cash. You won't, and you won't survive it. You'll need to do what you're good at, what you've been blessed with. Some people have been blessed with bad heads. Stick to that. Be a bad head, bro, but do it good. Come out there, be the worst head that's out there. Look like some game show host. Look like some game, a person from a game, bro. Speak about that. Hit up thegamesman.com.au. 
pick up a couple of games while we're now still in like a semi-lockdown in Sydney, pick up a couple of games from gamesman.com.au. They've got the PS5s, the Xboxes, and everything in between, Nintendos, of course. Go over and see their shop at 491 Forest Road. Do you know what they got, actually? What I saw the other day. A bit of tonic water now. They've got Street Fighter 10 as an actual standalone um, arcade machine. 500 bucks, bro. What's that? How many of you guys have got ga- – I know you blokes have – there's a lot of listeners. It's 75 80% blokes on this podcast. Women don't have time for this nonsense. They're going to listen to this and think, this is the bloke that's taking my husband away from the jobs that I've got for him at home. So I'm kind of grateful for that because this is respite for the blokes. The blokes that are sitting at the front in their Ford Fairlane at the moment because they're afraid to enter the front house because they know they've got to start the second shift of the day. After 12 hours working at the RTA, now he's got to go home and there's more jobs at home waiting from Proprietary Limited. Get yourself a Street Fighter 2, bro. Throw that in the garage, bro. Daytona, who knows what? Gamesmen.com.au. Have a look, bro. Set up an arcade, bro. They got those play seats. It's a specialized seat so you don't throw a gut on while you're playing games for four and a half hours later and missing out on vital sleep. Gamesmen.com.au. They've been sponsored since episode 10 and they're holding on like they should because we're getting up to 15,000 downloads. It's 1,500 devout listeners a week. Downloads coming out my ears, bro. This is the Audi. This is the S for shredder. This is the RS for really shredder. Get up, get into it. Merry Christmas. God love you all. Going to be a New Year's Eve special up until then. Let's go.